Achievement unlocked. Two players and a podcast now loaded. Dreamers and Flam family, this is Two Peas and a Pod, brought to you by General Andrews and Liberty Flam. And we are sponsored by the 8-Bit Dojo and ESN, where we aim to be selfless, not selfish. This is episode 30 of season 3, Embracing the Uncomfortable. Yo, Flibbity Flam, my man! General Andrews, my dude. Yo, so I just got done yesterday taking my very first master class in voice acting. I've been so excited to hear you talk about this because I didn't even know you were doing this until last night. That's so funny because I feel like I, I spammed, you know, my socials more than enough uh, that you, there's, there's, you almost get to disconnected on who have you told versus who you think knows and all this other kind of stuff, yeah, right? You should know I don't really look at those, so... <laughs> I, I know you have glasses yeah, and then right. their x-ray vision you can see through anything boom got it but no okay so this class is already on after the very first night i paid 500 for it right for four classes the first night already paid for itself and 500 for me is a lot that's a lot of okay. money for you so for me 500 is a lot i know for some people out there that might not be too much uh but already some techniques that i've learned let alone just points of understanding when it comes to how we you know regardless if you're a voice actor or an actor right that all these things will apply so a lot of times he was talking to us and this is a class done by chuck huber for those that don't know who chuck is you might more famously know him from his roles in voice acting which would be things like android 17 and emperor pilaf from dragon ball z i still can't believe you did emperor pilaf too Right. Uh, and it's really cool. I'll explain kind of uh, how he got to doing that voice and how he came about that. And then also for maybe more recent fans of the uh, My Hero Academia field, he is Kirigiri, which is the portal sidekick co-accomplice of uh, Tomoro Sh- uh, Shigaraki of the League oh, of Villains. okay. That makes sense why it was hard to kind of pinpoint mm-hmm. him. You said it earlier and I was like, oh, okay, sure. Then you said tornado dude, and I was like, oh, him. But then I was also like, oh, it doesn't really sound like I'm like, oh, but his voice, like, it's kind of masked a little bit. Definitely. And I mean, again, to, to, to capture something that's almost ethereal or, or yeah. void like, mm-hmm. right? Because exactly. Kirigiri's really got the only solid part of his body is hiding behind that little uh, chest plate that he Man, has. That that really got me to thinking, like, how how do you think of in the voice room floor? Like, how do you make it? What does a tornado sound like when it talks? I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now when you say that, what was a really cool point that he brought up is that no voices that you do are bad. Oh. So, for example, let's say I was trying to make like a, a Yogi Bear kind of voice, but I wasn't really committing to it, so what didn't sound that good. You know what I'm saying, boo-boo? And thus, even though that would not be a good Yogi Bear voice imitation, I could use it as a reference point when I'm looking to be maybe a a bear that is, you know, taking a role that's similar to uh, Yogi the Bear. And since I don't want to be Yogi Bear in this, because obviously Yogi Bear is a whole different series, and I was trying to create a new character, I might fall back on that voice and play with that a little bit and then turn that into something new. Oh. 
So, so, so taking what you know and then just repurposing it. Exactly. So, for example, someone had done a because uh, we had a couple of different. We had what was really cool, and for a lot of people, this is actually kind of you know uh, too intense for them in some instances. We already had performances on the first night, right? Oh man, that would be so intense. First class, first night. Ooh, no. Mm -mm, no. <laughs> so I already had to do two performances, you know, and, and anyone else that was a part of the class did as well. And for me, though, this is something that I needed. Right, because I'm someone who gets inside my head too much when it comes to wanting to be a perfectionist in certain elements. And another thing that he explained, right, is that you cannot. Why were you in this class if you could already do it perfectly? Oh, that's true. Right, and of course, maybe you want to hang out with me. Maybe you want to just learn <laughs> from me, you know. But if you're already perfect, where, where where does that really put you in coming to class and being open-minded to learn? And so I thought that was really cool. Now. Let's branch from that before we can go on a big old tangent on the whole class. One of the topics that was brought up was embracing the uncomfortable. Oh, yes. I love this concept. So when I say that to you, Flib, what, what do you picture? What do I picture? For me personally, because yeah, personally. of my past experiences and everything, whenever I hear the word uncomfortable, I think of growth as a person. Ah, okay, okay. Because, I can see that. Absolutely, right? 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 Because when you're in an uncomfortable situation, it's usually a new situation, and you usually get better after that uncomfortable situation. General knows me. We've hung out in person. I love uncomfortable situations. <laughs> yes. Like, I, I will physically get closer to an altercation with a stranger that is having it with another stranger because I love that energy, and I love feeding off of it. And so what's really good about what you're talking about is that even though it is uncomfortable, and yeah. you're like, well, I, I could catch myself in in a you know potential straight fist or a cat fight that might break out because yeah. <laughs> I got too close to the <laughs> too close to the action, you know. That again, the idea of embracing the uncomfortable because there is energy; it's percolating inside mm -hmm. of that. Now, you reference, you know, some obviously um, unfortunate situations when people are maybe mad at each other, or at least you know, yeah. I mean, it could be good uncomfortable situations too. Oh, yeah. And so now I'll go ahead and do the, you know, flip the coin here mm -hmm. for the good uncomfortable. So for those of the listeners out there that might be like, oh, I'm not kind of picturing it. So a good uncomfortable was last night's class. Yeah. Oh, like, so he sent out an email. We were supposed to start a week earlier. He had a migraine. I have a bunch of friends who deal with migraines. They are no joke, folks. They are so not. He no, holy crap. He pushed it back one week. That was fine. The only thing that was a problem for me is whenever I do something for the very, very first time, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm always a nervous wreck. <laughs> No matter how many times I'm a nervous wreck. It's After like, that, oh though, man, it's like prom night. It's like the night yeah. before prom, like getting everything ready. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> and then I'm fine. Yeah. It's, it's like this always. I have to accept it and that's okay. Right. And that's because now, now if I was a kid or, you know, a, uh, a an older youth that mm -hmm. I, you know, would have avoid these situations right because they would have been uncomfortable i didn't want to fail or whatever i didn't want to get in myself in that situation and feel all Ugh. so embracing this uncomfortable which chuck you know continue to extrapolate on is that these types of changes these types of uncomfortable situations are actually what's going to breed the best out of you because when you are able to put yourself in to the situation that is uncomfortable again by choice right these yeah, embracing the comfortable situations these are uncomfortable situations that you have chosen to be 
in versus let's say you're at a doctor's office and then somebody came out all bleeding and they were mad at the doctors and that started getting you're like what the heck is going on? that's uncomfortable that you probably don't want to be in and that's just no yeah unfortunate <laughs> versus hey you want to be a voice actor hey you want to be an actor mm -hmm. well you you gotta understand what you need to do to do the audition and then you gotta do auditions they don't just find yeah. you yeah that's right? oh man that's such a true thing they don't they don't just find you like those instances are the same thing as a vi like like an extreme viral video mm -hmm. it can happen but don't don't dare bank on it. If you keep banking on, well, I'm pretty good at this. Are you? You got to go apply yourself. But I'm uncomfortable doing that. Right. Aha! The more and more that you embrace the uncomfortable, you will actually get closer and closer to the wants and opportunities and dreams that you have for yourself. So it's like if you're if you have stage fright, which this is a good situation for that because that's exactly it. Like you yeah. only get over it by doing it more. Correct. You only get over it by doing more. There's no real application of things like, you know, um, hyp hypnosis and that kind of stuff that maybe mm -hmm. for some people that was able to work. But it's, it, it's still a crutch overall, because what if that person that was able to provide you hypnosis is retired from that field now? Yeah. They don't want to do that anymore, even though they've helped you throughout your career. Now, what do you do? That a, is a crutch a and that could work. Yeah, yeah it, it could work, but is that really going to set you free from being uncomfortable? And, and no, it's not going to set you free. And so it was really cool to open up the mind in that regard of embracing the uncomfortable so that we can actually do what we want to do. So our, a couple of things that we had to do, the very first one is we need to do an introduction of ourself about 90 seconds long. It, it's okay if you're a little bit over or a little bit under it. That's not the big uh, point of it all. However... For our introduction, what we had to do is we had to state who we were, uh, and that's the beginning. We had to know what our ending was going to be. So for mm -hmm. myself, my ending was, um, if you do not challenge yourself, you will not change. And so therefore, that's when I know if I want to end now after I'm talking, that's the line I go to. So there's, there's my bookends for this 90-second little spiel. I can fill up the 90 set the other seconds with whatever I want, except one caveat. I have to make sure I talk about the breathing technique that we learned in class that day as well. So I go into my thing, right? And I talk about, you know, who I am. I talk about how I got into the content creation field, which uh, therefore took me to wanting uh, to bring video games and fitness together because they normally are considered polar opposites. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a lot more of like a like a, a Venn diagram. There's a, there's a lot more people that are actually doing both while there's a lot less that aren't doing both that only strictly keep to the other two uh, as solos, right? Mm -hmm. So did that. And from there, talked about how I was, you know, bridging fitness, being a former personal trainer, how I got excited, you know, creating this mind to muscle connection, which is what we do. We'll talk about a little bit more about what I'm talking about this breathing technique. So it makes more sense. But anyways, and then to talk about the breathing technique, what I felt from the breathing mm -hmm. technique, and then boom, boom, end it. Cool. The goal of the entire thing, and even me explaining it right now, I did not pass in the sense that we were not allowed any filler words. Oh, no, us, no, no ums, no ands, no sos, no, no, no likes. Dude, um, holy crap. I've been no, like, I've been cutting out like, like that right there. I've been cutting out my likes because whenever I get excited about something, I will say like like four times before I actually say my perfectly fine statement. And I don't know why mm -hmm. I've got to put fluff of six or seven likes in there. Actually, there's a really good reason why you do. 
Why? And anyone does. So the reason we do it is the dread of silence. Oh. You, ha you haven't articulated this point. And there's a little bit of extra anxiety that is attached to getting your point across because it might be something new to that person. It might not be as exciting to them as it's exciting to you. And that we have a little bit of this, you know, uh, fear or uh, we feel restricted in trying to like really like open up and express. So we get stuck in between the two. When if we therefore, if you time it, if you time it right and you have really good pacing, what you do is you don't say anything. That makes because sense. Because if you've been talking this whole time and now you're about to run into one of your filler words, you stop, collect your thoughts real quick. What happens is people now are like, wait, what are you going to say? That is, you've got, you've yeah. got their attention now. And now you feel much more comfortable because they really are paying attention to you. You paced yourself and now you can go into your thing. Ah. But so often we just, I got I to gotta gotta go. keep on I gotta talking. Go. I got to I got to keep talking. <laughs> Like right now, like that's why I messed up even in my explanation. I was like, I got to, I got to fill everyone in on everything as quick as possible. No, I, I, I should have slowed down. That's why you noticed when I was first explaining it, I actually started to slow down as I, as I was explaining mm -hmm. it, simply because I could start to feel the filler words start to pick up on in They're there. They're creeping on in. They're trying to get in there into your cavern of solace. That is yes. good <laughs> word choice. And so therefore, it was really good. It was, a, it was a really good experience. A lot of people are like, oh, it's just too much. Uh, but I did well. I was really happy with how I did that aspect of it. And from there, we then later had to do another exercise. Now here, get ready. Get ready for the uncomfortable, okay? Oh, I'm so ready. <laughs> we need to pick a voice, because now it's time to do voice acting oh, for it, right? Oh, here we go now, yeah. Pick a voice you are not good at. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, talk about embarrassing. Well, even more than embarrassing, honestly, it's hard to think about that because what have I always applied myself to, to ones I feel I could do? I could do better, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like, wait a second, how do I even like start to go about this? So I was like, okay, no, no, I can't, can't go to any staples because we're supposed to do the opposite. And then he brought up, you know, for a lot of people, what makes this uh, task easier is by go ahead and choosing the opposite sex. Because a I was lot of times, say, yeah, I'm I'm terrible at female voices. Oh, same here. And so therefore, it was like, oh, okay, okay. But then I was like, but who, right? Because now my 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 brains are like, which characters? I got to figure this out. Because we go, you know, they throw us in our little breakout rooms because we were using Zoom. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was, I was paired up with somebody. And so uh, myself and this guy are going back and forth. And so I was like, okay, I, I think I'll do I'll do Frieza. You know, what I mean, like I don't think I can do a really good Frieza, <laughs> right? Now this guy did not know who Frieza was. Uh, and so as I'm doing all this stuff. Right. I, as I'm doing all this stuff, no right now, obviously, you know, Chuck would know who Frieza is because Chuck, you know, works, you know, DBZ. So he, you know, he, he would know who that is. So I was thinking, okay, I'll do Frieza. But as I was doing Frieza, he's like, I don't know who Frieza is, but honestly, because the, the goal when we we're in the breakout rooms is that you give feedback to your partner or partners because mm. one of the groups had three just based off the numbers yeah and when you do so you cannot say anything for them not to do oh you can only tell them something they did well because your knots are all speculative oh, that's true that is a very good point so what matters is what do you like about it give them those feedback points and if you can't then don't say anything about it okay cool cool right all right so i'm doing the frieza thing and i was really getting into it, right i was doing like doing like the hand motions and like the poses you know and he's like i don't know who frieza is but i feel like you know it too well 
Like you're doing this too well. You know, if we're, if we're supposed to be doing something we can't do, like you're, you're, you're doing you know, it. You're too damn saying monkeys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, all right. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be Frieza, you know. And ah, look at you, Kakarot. You know. And it's just like okay. Voice so is I can't, a little like, low, but you do have the pentameter of the speech down of a Frieza. It's still like you know, and therefore it's like okay, I can't do that. And that's why I felt like I couldn't do the voice. So I'm like okay, okay, let's make this even harder on myself. Then uh, he, th th this guy chose. Um, Alicia Silverstone. So he was he was doing a lot of facial expressions and referencing her her timeline. Because basically, what all we had to do is the same exact drill or application, but now with these voices, and we are this character now, right? So we have to tell this same type of story that we told before, really an introduction, explanation of who we are, yeah, but in this character. All right. So I'm like, how am I going to pick something I can't do? And eventually, I'm like, you know what? I can't do a little child voice. Like a real little child. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to Hunter Hunter and I'm going to pick Kilowa. Oh, no. I can't do Kilowa's voice at all. You can't do just a little, you know, kid voice like this. You know, Jen, I just want a little lollipop. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, all right. So what I had to practice on in this instance is how do I become Kilowa, even though I don't have the voice? So the things I was focusing on, again, so now I'm really embracing and comfortable because I feel I'm like, every time I would say the lines, I'm like, oh my God, it just sounds like me, but like just a little <laughs> bit more measured and precise. It sounds and then like Kilua if he was like on really heavy steroids at a very young age and just had like <laughs> voice. Oh. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the motions. I'm trying to figure out, you know, the way I want my shoulders when I'm talking, you know, when I'm trying to like quit the assassin business, you know, and then also starting to show like expression and excitement in my face near the end when I'm now questioning uh, my my love for Gon as a friend because that was weird to him, right? Because uh, growing up in his family, that was not, <laughs> they're a, fa they're a family they're, of assassins. Love's really an odd not, yeah. <laughs> It's very odd. Uh, thus, I go into it, and of course, I'm like, oh, this is going to be so terrible. So, though, I'm like, okay, I know what I'm going to do, though. What I did is when it was my turn, because like we had to uh, type in the chat thing, um, just like a name or some sentence so you could figure it out. He's like, don't put numbers, because numbers will get out of order. It'll be weird. Pick a phrase or pick a name, and then I'll let you know when you go. And so I always try to go, whenever I do these types of things, preferably, I want to be one of the first people to go. That way, I have less time to think and dwell on it. 100%. I agree with that. Absolutely. That's what I did like, in my speech classes, too. Yes. First one to go. So, First one to go, so I don't have to worry about it for the rest of the week. Correct. So therefore, like, even in speech class, I didn't have to be the first day, but whatever day I went on, I wanted to be the first or second, you know, as soon as I could. I wanted to be up there and go. That was such a big deal to me because uh, I don't want to think about it. I, I dwell on it, you know, it, it gets weird. You get uncomfortable. It's like, let me get uncomfortable right away and be like, oh, it's done. So I was a third, oops, as I smacked the microphone. Just smack <laughs> like, it around a little bit and show it who's boss. We got to do that to our microphones, everybody, every now and then. <laughs> and I'd go ahead and get third. Good enough. You know, I have a nine people class, third, you know, top. It's not that long, right? These, these, these are now, you know, 60 seconds. Because obviously, since it's not actually us, we are a character, the, the time has been brought down. So it's about 60-ish seconds that we need to perform here. Because we're not talking about the breathing technique either in there. Because obviously, these characters didn't learn the breathing technique. Uh, and go ahead and do it. One of the things I did, and which thankfully he gave me a compliment on, was that I got up and moved my chair out of the way and then got on my knees and therefore performed from there. So so I cut off my size to make myself not a six foot three, uh, 
a grown adult, but closer to a 12-year-old boy's height to try to capture this character. Remember, one I cannot do the voice for. So I was adding all these other little elements to try to be this character. And so that was one of the things he was taught that he was like, he was happy to see as much as like, and who was that? And I was like, Kilo. I was like, I know it was not even close to the voice, but you said not to. So here it is. He's like, what I really like that you did is how you got your body prepared for the performance. He's and then he there started talking go. about and he started talking about Emperor Pilaf because at first when he started doing Emperor Pilaf, he needed to make himself tinier and much more, much more compact. He was going to be small because he is not that small. He is not this tiny, tiny little human who must seek out royalty and everything nice that Emperor Pilaf deserves. So... For him, he, he he was doing those kind of things, which, which keep me like, oh, okay, so maybe I can do that. And so he went on that, which was really cool because I was very uncomfortable otherwise. I'm, if I can't do a voice, I don't want to do it. Yeah, fair. So that was me embracing the uncomfortable because I was like, no, I need to do this. I need to, I need to put myself through it. I need my nervous system to take on this shock. Because that's another thing that people need to realize as well is that when you are in comfortable situations, uh, those that have gotten therapy and whatnot um, maybe done some research on you know anxiety and all the different things for all the different anxieties i'm not going to pretend like i know them all that it is really hard to deal with the nervous system's overreaction oh absolutely because that's where fight and flight comes from too mm -hmm. right and so but but the more you can embrace it the more you can actually unlock it now granted i'm coming from someone who's you know mental health give or take is in, in a fair place right i, I haven't been di clinically diagnosed with anything right therefore it's probably a little bit easier for me but it's not impossible for any if, if, if given the right tools if given enough time to work on these things so embracing this uncomfortable was a uh, was really good for me and i'm very excited to see where it goes now flib i know you embrace the uncomfortable in scenarios thanks to sometimes my you know overzealous want for hey let's bring somebody on the show you're like damn dude all do the I time. even know them? Do I even know them? Oh, yeah, you will. <laughs> you will get to know them. So you embrace the uncomfortable there instead of saying, no, 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 Jen, we're not doing it, right? Because you could yeah. say that, right? I you, can. you and I are the, are, are, it's a 50-50 on the, the decisions that are made here. So obviously if I say yes and you say no, well, we're stuck on a tie. <laughs> right? We don't have a third we don't, There's not a third person here. <laughs> there's a lot of compromise that's going to come into play if we're going to either do it or not do it. And yet you allow yourself to embrace it. I do as much as I don't like to. I do. Correct. And that's the thing. I'm not saying that now you like it, right? No, and but... I still, I probably never like it, but that's okay. It's because it's not, it's not walling me off from new experiences anymore like it used to. It's actually opening them up and me just recognizing that yeah, I'm going to be uncomfortable at first, but it helps me get over it a lot quicker and a lot faster the more I do it. And what's so great, because we've had certain, we've been lucky to have certain guests on multiple times. Mm -hmm. And you could, you could, you could tell, right? You, you could tell your, your energy and attachment because now, hey, I know, you know, you I know, know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel I, I like this. Well, at first it's kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm going to give my best professional stuff versus now there's, there, there's that, that, the extra flib energy, you know, you're, 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 your, your good energy, not just your professional energy. Yeah. And there's something about that, right? And and this is something that one of our homework assignments that we have to do 
for the class is and that's due just before the next class oh, man, start. you paid five hundred dollars for homework what a sucker. I, I, I love it what's, <laughs> what's great about it is like if you want to do this type of stuff and you don't already have the chops for it or the connections for it this is how it goes yeah that's that's how it goes wow you're so, telling me that practice and repetition actually has something to say in getting better at something right but what's even better about the practice and repetition is quote unquote it's put in a situation where i need to do it otherwise i am not fulfilling what i paid for yeah why would i do that to myself right well exactly like i was the same way in college when it came to classes right mm -hmm. like i'm mm -hmm. and i had a lot of friends too that were like how could you do that to a professor how could you just walk out i'm like i i bought these classes they were with yeah. my money i mm -hmm. paid them if a teacher is not if i if, if, if i go in i'm i know i'm a good student right I right. know I'm a good student and I know I can learn, but if they're not going to come to teach, I'm not going to come to their classroom to learn. It's as simple that, as that. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and here's the, the funny thing about this, right? Is that people found that to be, oh my gosh, what's wrong with you? Yeah. You know what most other people do is they become an annoyance or a, a raw nerve in the classroom that then starts affecting and plaguing everybody else. Yeah. So you did what was right because you paid what you paid to be a part of this program, school, whatever, to learn X, Y, and Z. This teacher for this specific subject did not meet those requirements. You're not going to take the time and tell them how much of a piece of shit they are. What, 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 what is that going to do, right? No. Instead, you walk out. Yeah, that that's actions speak louder than words. I've always right. felt that, and I feel like walking out on somebody's classroom is going to tell them exactly how I feel, regardless of me just being in there and being a nuisance. You know, and it's the same thing that I felt like when teachers would get all upset when someone needs to go to the restroom. Yeah, you know, I don't get just, that. Just, 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 you know, a teacher embrace the uncomfortable. Yeah, okay. embrace it. Because I remember one time, you know, this is a little bit off topic, but it's also important to kind of go along with this stuff. Uh, one, I, I just remember it was so good. And the teacher deserved it so much. It's like, I know you think you're so important right now and you're not. Okay. Because your, your, your ego is showing, your entitlement is showing, uh, you're not being humble. You're not being gracious. You're being very, this is my way or the highway feeling. So, mm -hmm. you know, you, you deserve this response of this gal had given so she's going off to the bathroom right and she went on one of the doors and cars a lot of classrooms have two doors you know obviously it's safety for like fire yeah. exits and stuff like that yeah. right that obviously when you go out one of the doors sometimes you know which way the bathroom is so they're probably gonna still walk by the other door all right yeah <laughs> so she goes out one door he thinks he's all funny goes out the other door you know and he's all like and where do you think you're going and she's like to the bathroom he's like class isn't over yeah I'm going to the bathroom. He's like, why do you think that's so important? She's like, I'm on my fucking period. Jesus. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then obviously comes back in the classroom. And I just start pointing and laughing at him. Yeah, of course. As he like, deserved like, it. You idiot. Like you wasted our time. Yeah, right. Exactly. You, you think you're so great in this manner. Like, no, teach the stuff. If someone wants to learn someone, like, you get paid no matter what. There's not this standard of excellence that's being thrown in like your public school systems where people have to, you know, certain kids have to pass a certain amount of things and therefore the teachers get the accolades until they hit tenure and yada, yada, yada. No, you're going to get paid either way. You should care that someone was intentionally trying to be, you know, distracting in class. That makes sense why you'd want to be like, hey, if you want to talk, you can go outside. Yeah. 
Destroy just, the distracting and abrupt with kids, but don't also... become the, 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 the distraction yourself. Yeah. Right. That's what, that's what the teacher did. And so, you know, again, embracing the uncomfortable in that regard was just like, bro, just, yeah, you want it your way, but you, come on. Did you really, did you really want that to be what someone had to right. tell you? As they're, there's, they're your, there's your legacy, pal. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never forget it. Very good information I learned from that class overall. But just, it's like, yo, even though you did good at that, like there's certain things that were just unnecessary. So let's wrap back around to what was necessary uh, from learning all this kind of stuff that was really, really cool yesterday was there's a few other things that we had learned and actually I'm taking on all the different bits. So one of them was the subroutine, which was this breathing technique. So I'm actually going to, now I'm getting much more activated with my uh, diaphragm. Ooh. So being a personal trainer, one of the things that I have learned over time in my attempt to try to activate the diaphragm is a lot of core tucking. There's right? core, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, in regards to the core tucking, which is going to kind of create like a natural body belt. Now, folks of you out there, you might see individuals wear cinches or some type of weight belt while working out. So a big thing for me, unless it was like a maximum, and when you're pushing maximum loads, you want to be really careful. That's why it might be safer to wear something like a belt. Mm -hmm. Make sure you don't have your, your, your ass no fall out of your ass. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's something different. Like, you can't really, like, you need to avoid those situations. Yeah, um, yeah prolapsing is no joke. Um, but in regards to the, the, the your natural weight belt, that's what I work on by tucking. Okay, cool. Right, whatever. General's talking about his stupid stomach. Point <laughs> is, is that so he's explaining this specific breathing protocol that we're going to do, and he wants us to do it every single day. At some point, you pick one and whatever that fits in your day, and you pick that, and that's the time of day that you do it, and we're going to do it until the class is over, right? Not, not the whole entire class period, but like, you know, once a day, yeah. you figure it out. I'm doing it when I wake up. For me, that's mm -hmm. the easiest thing. I'm going to do it right about then. Cool. Okay, so this breathing technique, what's so awesome about it is that it's going to increase your lung capacity. So yesterday, I can only do a minute. Today, I was able to actually do, this is after you do the breathing technique, you need to then hold your breath, okay? Uh -huh. well, if you hold your breath and you're seeing black spots and they keep increasing, breathe. Yeah, please breathe. He's like, you're all adults here. <laughs> Don't pass out. I bet he's had you people know? pass out before. Yeah. I bet he has. I mean, as a trainer, I learned that too, that like you had to, it's like, I cannot believe you thought that meant not doing that. Like, for example, like balance exercises. Why were you balancing to the point where you fell over? No, you, you start balancing. If you can't do it, you put the foot down and that's okay. You only can do it for three seconds. Oh, well, maybe next time it's five. Yeah. Oh, well, I thought I had. Really? Yeah, they don't you see that in their brain. Though. The moment it's like, no, just do it. Yeah, it's just, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's tough. It's probably from what they learned from other situations, and that's why they applied themselves in that manner. Okay, all those aside, with the breathing technique, one of the things that's going to be happening, and he did a side profile so I could see, you know, the uh, stomach and organs coming, you know, coming out forward and mm -hmm. then bringing it back in towards you know, towards your um, belly button, push your belly button back towards your spine, right? Okay, cool, right on. So he's doing this thing, and I had to actually ask him further questions because I was like, wait a second, so on the inhale, do we let the stomach go out? Or is that on the exhale? He's like, no, on the inhale, because all the air is coming in, you're letting it push all of your organs forward, 
And then from there on the exhale, you push all the organs back in, you push your diaphragm back up and then you exhale, right? Cause that's all pushing everything at one motion. And this is, this is just a very specific breathing technique. There's lots of different ones, folks. So if you've like, that's not the right one, there's so many, but there's something specific we're doing for this one. This one is to garner more lung capacity. Cause if you are an actor or voice actor, you need to actually have a long period of time that you can keep talking, keep talking, keep talking, keep talking without having, having to take a breath. Take a breath. Yep. Now, one thing I've learned from like doing my YouTube videos and stuff like that is learning when is a good time to take a breath. And I will literally hit my mute button in the moment where I feel like I need to take a breath, take that quick, sharp breath, go back into it. Because if you don't have the right kind of condensing or the right type of pop filter, sharp breaths will be heard in your microphone. Yep. And those are abrasive to most people's ears, eardrums, and all that kind of stuff. And it kind of takes them out of the moment or away from whatever content you're doing. Yeah. So that was really cool. So on day one, I can only get a minute, right? After having to hold my breath. Today, I got a minute and 20. Oh, improvement. So I'm really excited to kind of see where it goes uh, from there. Now, I, does that mean it's so going to keep on 20 seconds? I mean, I wish, but. I mean, it could, it, but probably won't. I mean, you're just, if you won't. do it every day, though, you're going to improve a little bit at a time. It's, it's a workout for your diaphragm. It is. That's, that's, that's literally what you're doing is you're working out your diaphragm. And by working out your diaphragm, you are creating enough action to potentially bring in more oxygen. More oxygen makes the lungs grow. Boom. It's normal for your lungs to get bigger if they're you were training them to get bigger. If they're getting bigger and you're doing nothing to make them bigger, you want to get that checked out. That's That's probably something really bad. <laughs> it's probably something very very bad okay if you're not training them and they're getting bigger on their own go get that checked out facts please so i thought that was really cool with that because i also got very uncomfortable doing the breathing technique because what happens is and he explained this ahead of time is that at some point you're gonna lose count and he's like around 25 to 35 is where i lose about count i lost count at 10 the very well, first time i did it. you're doing so many things at once that are new your body oh. i'm not surprised and then, then i started sweating right and yeah. then i started getting the tingles and everything like that oh it was good though like it was it was it was challenging but let me tell you it was a really cool experience so that's something I, i've got to add the other two things that are very small in nature but very impactful one of them is whenever you decide and this is something i should have been doing a long time ago anyway so this was like the perfect reason for me to be like do it he's like okay when you go to bed whenever that is plug your phone away from you you cannot keep it by the bed yeah you can lo look at it as long as you want to before you go to bed but when you're going to bed now put it away he's like because what happens is the they, they've intentionally done this they've made everything that you interact on your phone in a fashion that you want to keep staying on it is it they, they do all the research the, the colors the way everything flows the edges uh the sounds they make when you touch them there's a reason why everything has these different types of sounds and why they might change them over time because they get an even bigger impact from it everything is curtailed by research to try to get you to stay using it because attention is important attention is the greatest currency that you can have a lot of people say it's time now this yeah. is a story i'm going to borrow from uh from chuck where he tried to have an argument with elon musk because elon musk is saying time is the world's greatest currency and then chuck started rambling at him saying no it's not you can't control time yeah so there is what do you mean it's the greatest currency currency is a controlled say, mechanism i was like i was like time is also relative yeah as well. like like yeah it's, so it's my it's, time it's, is it's, different than your time is different than chuck's time it's a construct it's it's, it's been made up so yep. that you can't you can't control or you do control i mean like what is it so no what he said it was attention now granted elon never responded to him you know no surprise there of course but, not because uh, elon was wrong 
<laughs> Elon can't but, be wrong in Elon's world. He's got to go somewhere else. <laughs> I thought it was so cool to hear. It's like, it's so true. The attention is, because you and I have talked about this numerous times throughout mm -hmm. the podcast, yep. right? How important attention is. Okay, so with that being said, right? Do that. So then when you get up in the morning, you cannot grab your phone right away, right? Now, yeah. obviously, if your alarm's going off, you're going to go over there and turn off the alarm, you know, hit that stop button or whatever. But what you're supposed to do now is when now that you've woken up and it's going to take you time to get over to your phone and everything, you need to take this exact amount of time, okay? And you need to think about just one thing. If it's more, great. But just one thing that was amazing from the day before. Oh, look at this little gratitude journal. So now, and then you don't have to write this down anywhere. You just think about it. Okay. So now when you keep doing that, what's going to happen is, is that just because you had one amazing thing in your day, your brain is now going to compartmentalize that as that was an amazing day. And so you see, that's exciting. <laughs> I'm feeling it. So I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Let, let's, let's break down this broken rhetoric that's inside my head. That's slowing me down. Right. Yeah. I don't know how upset I am that I'm inefficient on the daily on certain tasks because I get lost in things because I'm breaking my own cycle that I shouldn't have been breaking. Thinking, yeah. oh, I gotta click on this. I gotta go check the emails on this. No, no, I don't. No, you don't. I remember the first days of general and TikTok. Yeah. I flip. I got so many things I gotta do. And I'm over here like, do you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> no. like, that was that, right? Yeah, exactly, right? So with all of that, it was just such a, it's like, oh, okay, cool. So that's going to start to make being efficient throughout your day easier. Because why? You, yesterday was amazing. There's no reason why today can't be amazing. Exactly. Okay, so all those kind of little things, all these different little points throughout the entire thing that goes from the comfortable to the uncomfortable and, and going back and forth and back and forth has made me really appreciative of that. And hopefully anyone else out there that is excited about making themselves better for themselves, which is key, that you can do it because it is possible, even though it's going to take lots of little steps. It's lots take, of little you know, steps at first. Quite a, maybe quite a bit of moderate steps. It all depends in, in the, in the soaking. When you try to go for really large steps, so that there's a, the problem is that there's a big disconnect between all the things that are proper to connect to that big step, right? A lot of people think, oh, I, if I just got a million dollars, my entire life has changed. Not necessarily. Not just really, if, yeah. <laughs> if you don't know how to spend your money properly, you're just going to waste a million dollars. Right. So what, why, 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 why did you have it? Oh, so when you have it, you're going to catch up on these debts. And then after that, oh, you're going to take 25% of what's left over and put that in investments so you can have a rainy day fund. Okay, cool, <laughs> cool. And then you've got money so you don't have to stress from paycheck to paycheck. Okay, that's a game that plan. plan. I really like the idea of the gratitude thing every morning thinking about the day before and, and you don't you don't even take long just just find it's one it's not yeah you find one I've thing always of, i've always been of the practice of waking up and not touching anything like i'll go over and i'll turn my computer on and that's it and then i'm off to make coffee and breakfast and all that stuff that's so good he was that's so funny you say coffee because that's that's what he does right like his first thing is go get that yeah coffee. no exactly get <laughs> Get in flowing. You're like, yep, coffee. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's exactly what he said. Yeah. Go get coffee. <laughs> why? Why do people? Why? Why do people need coffee? Because heroin's illegal. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> so funny you say that because I remember watching uh, this recent uh, documentary on uh, ZZ Top, and uh, one of the uh, performers <laughs> he is all like, "Man, heroin's awesome, dude." There's no other way to put it. Heroin is awesome. Now he's he's gone clean and all this other yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, but like, it's just so funny to hear this matter of fact. You know, like, oh man, heroin 
is awesome like the 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 trips you take the travels you go on is just there's no other way to compare it and i i it's just so funny because he's being real he wasn't trying to be funny <laughs> right he wasn't trying to be fake yeah he what? was just being honest with his experience and he's gotten sober and clean from all that stuff because he needed to do that at a certain point so they could go back on tour and whatnot exactly um, i mean that stuff sustained is, is not good and he knew yeah. that but like he yeah. also realized that it was an experience and that he yep. liked it like <laughs> <laughs> it's okay like it's okay <laughs> well, that's the other part of it right for anyone out there obviously be smart with your health but yes. a lot of times you are taking on these uncomfortable thoughts because a lot of times people tell you you're not allowed to have drugs right and again you have, you have to understand the the applications of a lot of these things too if you if they're applied in a therapeutic sense and not applied in a oh hey this is a party time sense big difference yeah so what happens is the, the party time sense will now push you into uh, a phrase I like to use called chasing the heroin dragon. It comes yeah. from like South Park mm -hmm. or whatever. There's this video game where all you do is you keep on trying to chase this, chase this dragon. dragon. You can never yep, it and symbolizes you chasing that high, trying yeah, to get the, power the higher. Syringe. Yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. You know? Okay. So like all that is going on. It's just, it's so important that you know when you're taking on any of your experiences is that are you making sure that you are doing it for yourself not oh i'm gonna do this so i'm cool that's not for yourself yeah do it right? for you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation and realize you're gonna get out of it like it's not forever it's not forever and with that folks we will love you forever and we appreciate 100%. your time thank you family so much for your time dreamers thank you for listening and Bye. Bye. Bye.